welcome to the penultimate episode in Season 8 of The Versatile Writer, the podcast that aims to provide help and support for like-minded writers. This week's episode looks at visualisation. Write what you see, if indeed you can see it. Before I get started, I just want to say, if you listened a couple of episodes ago to opening a dialogue, I hope you got something out of it. It was a bit of a risk, but I hope it paid off. It's also worth knowing that I'm sitting next to a window, so you may hear some traffic, and you might even hear some birds. This week, I'm giving thought to visualisations. Although you might know these through meditating, today I'm considering them from a writing point of view. The dictionary defines visualisations as creating imagery. Now, I believe it was just about seeing images in your head, but apparently it's It also comes with communications and animations and diagrams too. School day every day, isn't it? So let's take it down to basics. For me, when I begin a story, I usually have an image in my head at the very start. Even if it's a piece of dialogue, I usually have that in a typed format inside my head so I can see it. Mostly though, I have scenes or people in my mind and I spread out from there within development. What do you see? Do you see? People with aphantasia don't visualise at all. Are you one of them? Curiosity is hitting hard here when I have to ask if you don't see images in your mind, what do you use when you write? Do you dream? It's pure curiosity here. I'm not setting out to shame or highlight anyone. I have a very active imagination and a vivid dream life. When I wake up, I usually know what the dream was based upon the images in my mind and the feeling I'm left with. Years ago, I dreamed of a man, actually an actor, but they're quite different looking now. I'd seen a picture of him as a younger man, and in my dream, he was in space, and moments later, in a historical setting. The dream went on quite a bit, and it was clear the same man was in both. At the end of the quite involved dream, I oversimplified it just then, I woke up and had a fixed impression of a book cover and a title. My feeling was that it was a story idea and the book cover and the title were a kind of premonition. Now that's not to say it was a premonition because that implies it will come true or it might come true. This was more of a strong suggestion of what my subconscious imagined. To be honest, I place a lot of weight on that because my subconscious has been an amazing writing resource over the years. So far, I've not written more than 30 or 40,000 words of this story because, and if you know me, you'll understand, it comes through into my head as a very complex story and it obviously needs to be simplified and made logical so that I can then write it and have a reader enjoy it. And that all takes time and understanding of the story in the first place. If it ever comes to be, I'll know that it was because of this dream. If it doesn't, it wasn't because I didn't give it a go. The idea behind this exercise is if you can see a scene in your head, then you can write out what you're seeing. You can develop it. As a development tool, it's probably my number one. It's similar to where I find my characters. That is, I might already have fleshed them out. They'll have names, they'll have jobs, I know what they're going to wear, that kind of thing. And they'll have goals and motivations. But until I see an actor or a face in a magazine on which I'll base them, I'll find it tough to feel that they're real. If I see them walking and talking and moving generally, it's a lot easier for me to go with it. That might be why I choose a lot of actors, men and women, 
on which to build my characters. That's people's looks and appearances. But in my last novel, Dream State, it was based on a question. It was this question's answer that I needed to visualise before I had a story to work with. I had a question while writing a story not, not associated at all with it that I was doing for the NaNoWriMo challenge a long while ago. As is typical with my mind, while focusing on writing one story, another idea pops into my head. Anyway, the question was, what goes on inside the head of a coma patient during the coma? Fast forward a few years, but about 13 years ago from now, a close family member was actually in a coma and I learned from the family side of things what they go through and, thankfully when the patient recovered, what they went through. As it turned out, my question resulted in the words, not very much. But that doesn't make a good novel, so I switched on my fictionalising skills and went for it. Using sensitivity and a big plot, I got to it, but I couldn't visualise much of it then. I achieved about 30,000 words. It wasn't until, the last, until last summer, that's 2021, that I reread it and saw how I could develop it using the visualisation I had in my mind. I took it to over 100,000 words before pairing it back to 95,000. I believe visualising the story helps me get to the crux of the plot. And because I'm a very visual person, that is, I prefer pictures to large blocks of text, I use all my senses when it comes to being with nature, and I really enjoy painting. And in that particular story, I had to utilise all aspects of imagery to make that plot work. Colours were very important in that story, as well as images. Visualising scenes within news stories helped me to develop plots. I wonder if they do with you too. Music does as well for me. I wrote about 99% of a story a few years ago and that was almost totally, totally reliant to find those tracks that helped me say what I wanted to say. I played a specific artist repeatedly as a prompt. Somehow music provides an image as well and brings forth feelings and a sensation. So when you use it as a writing resource, it's powerful. Just as recalling a memory is from scent and touching the cool smoothness that is satin or the warmth and comfort that is a snuggly hoodie. To end, I believe visualising is an important writing tool and writing resource if you're able to do it. Do let me know your thoughts on this one. You can post them on the Versatile Writer podcast group over on Facebook or click on the link in the show notes. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, I wish you hours of productive and happy writing, whether you use visualisations or not. See you next time.